Welcome to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast series designed to bring you information and news about the latest technologies, vendors and trends affecting the IT industry today. As ever, this show is brought to you by Arrow Electronics. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my name is Gareth Fraser-King. I am the Technical Solutions Director for MIR, and I have with me Adrian Duckenfield, who's a senior SE at FireEye. So welcome back, Adrian, to um, part two of our our chat around uh, attack and breach and the efficiencies of uh, security postures. We're seeing new companies coming out and around attack and breach. Basically, you know, what are they doing? These technologies are now called SIPs, which is a, a security instrumentation platform. I think it's probably the new buzzword for the industry. But it is actually a, a really powerful and incredibly interesting tool. It certainly sparked my interest. So the way these work is it's actually going to validate the effectiveness of your security tech stack and also the effectiveness of your SIEM and the people and processes. And the way this actually works is it's not like a a red team or penetration test. It's quite different. The way this works is it's actually going to send real attack techniques across your tech stack, testing the effectiveness of each step of the attack stack. So it sounds a little bit dangerous, doesn't it? But actually, it's not at all. It's done in a completely controlled fashion. Put simply, there's agents deployed between the different parts of the tech stack and you're sending these attacks from one agent to another. So it never really lands on your network, but it does go through the tech stack. And in doing so, we can measure how effective the tech stack is, if it's been configured correctly, if there are any overlaps or if there are any gaps. And it makes it really easy to identify those situations and also then the effectiveness of the seam. So as I mentioned earlier, one of the challenges with the seam is getting the value out of it. And what I mean by that is things like the correlation rules. The idea behind the scene is it's supposed to present you with one alert, which might have multiple alerts behind it from different pieces of tech stack, but it should give you one alert at the end of it, which says this is something evil that's happened and you need to respond to it. But as we all know, it's really difficult for the scene to actually do that. And the analysts spend too much time doing the job they're not supposed to be doing and doing the correlation for the scene. So this tooling can actually check the effectiveness of the correlation rule and identify if there were ways of improving those rules within the seam. So it helps you tune not only the security tech stack, but also the seam, and it helps the people and the processes behind the scenes to make sure those are working effectively as well. So there's, um, there's a difference between attack and breach and attack and breach, isn't there? There's a lot of companies out there who claim you know, that they do this, but there's a huge difference between actually when you you have a tool that's compatible with your environment that can create those attack patterns very quickly and actually simulate attacks right through the the network through to various you know specific zones within your environment yeah what what's kind of the difference between those companies and and this new growing attack type testing software yeah, so I think one of the biggest differentiators here is it actually uses a, a library of real attack techniques. I mean, one example of that is you could browse this library and search for a particular threat actor group, an APT group. And if you know, you know, perhaps your business is in finance or something, and you know that other businesses have been hit by a particular APT group, 
you may have the question in your head, okay, am I actually protected from this? So you could actually take the tooling and the techniques used by that threat actor group and replay that across your entire network. So this is everything from sending a very sophisticated phishing campaign targeted to you, from the user then clicking on the link on the endpoint to lateral movement across the network, you know, the reconnaissance part of the attack as well, the compromise, all the way through to data exfiltration. It's going to follow every single step using every tool that the real actor has used to simulate that across your network to check the effectiveness. And that's going to make it really very simple and clear for you to see exactly where the gaps are in your security. So it's a little bit more than simply an, an attack and, and saying, okay, you've had a breach here, because one of the things that that does, if you just, you know, if you're just attacking the, the, the network perimeter, uh, all that tells you is that there's a breach. It doesn't tell you anything else. Whilst what we're talking about here is it gives you the false positives, the false negatives, then the non-events, everything. Exactly that. So this is going to identify everything across every part of the attack lifecycle. So all the way from the attacker doing reconnaissance at the gateway, at the perimeter, which in theory should be firing off perhaps some firewall alerts or some IPS IDS alerts, something like that, all the way through to testing the security of the endpoint. You know, so can the attacker run PowerShell? If so, can they run certain commands? Can they pull cache credentials from the registry? Can they escalate privileges? That kind of thing. So it's going to test absolutely every part of the security. So when we, when we talk about security, we typically think perimeter security, web filtering, email security, sandboxing, all that kind of stuff. But it's important to remember the endpoint and actually locking down the operating system and the applications on the endpoint to prevent the user from doing something they shouldn't be able to do, whether that's intentional or malicious. So this tool is going to give you not only the visibility, but the testing capabilities across every single vector of the attack lifecycle. Right, absolutely. So, so this is a, a way of measuring and testing the effectiveness of security controls. Exactly. And this is what makes it different to things like penetration testing and the red teaming. Those guys are they're still very valuable when you, you do still need them, but those guys are going to pick particular test techniques and just apply them. It's not real world. That is, it's a list of things that they're going to go through. This is actually a real attacker on your network, but we have control of it. This tooling is going to control what you can do with it and how you're going to do it. So it's not actually ever going to be on your real endpoints. You would run it in a, in a safe environment. We call it a protected theater. You can actually ransomware the machine. You can absolutely destroy the endpoint. And it's not ever going to leave that protected theater. And then you can revert back afterwards. So yeah, it's quite different to what you would see with other services that are out there. A company could see this as a, as a kind of one-off, like a, a red teaming. I mean, red teaming still is still valid because of the human aspect to it. But um, what's to stop a company just installing this once and and then uninstalling it, even doing it as a test and saying thank you very much? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, let's tackle that the second part of that question first. So getting it in just for a test, uh, that is something we have to be mindful of. So when it comes to allowing customers to do things like POVs. With this, we have to be a little careful and we have to have success criteria laid out first. And also, we wouldn't do a complete deployment. 
because that's not really necessary. We would say, okay, how well can we attack an endpoint? Or how well can we attack this particular part of the network? And we would deploy just to that that localized part there and test just those ones and give them you know, the results out at the end of it. But it's important to remember with a tool like this, as we mentioned earlier, environmental drift, things do change over time, whether it's deliberate or by accident. And it, it's important to have that tool in place or something in place that's constantly monitoring your tool set for you and identifying if something does changes. So, there, I mean, there's there's many, many use cases for this tool. And it's not just used by SOC. This could apply to risk. This could apply to people and processes, vulnerability, the executive team, even the red teaming. So we talked a little about red teaming earlier. Red teaming and the blue teaming, this is a tool that they can use. This, For example, red teaming, they could use this to automate the low-hanging fruit tests. They could also, therefore, free up time to research what new exploits might be. So again, it's, it's making their time more useful where the tool is actually doing a lot of the work for them. Blue teaming, you could use this to train the employees. Okay, so the red team are attacking, the blue teaming need to respond. This tool is going to show them where the faults are. It's going to show them where the gaps are. And it's also going to recommend what they need to do to fix that as well, which is pretty unique. So it's going to help train those and actually improve the employee skills. With the executive team, like we spoke earlier about the CISO, that they're, they're challenged with some pretty interesting questions on a daily basis. You know, are my critical assets protected? Is there a way we can reduce budget? What happens if this threat actor does choose to target us? Are we protected? And those are really, really difficult questions to ask and to answer. For the actual CISO, you know, how do you, how do you prove it? How do you actually say to the board, yeah, we're protected, we're in a good place, the CISO, he knows what he's got on the network, but he doesn't know, you know, he hasn't got his his fingers on the keyboard in that sense. So he doesn't know exactly how everything's configured. He just knows he has these particular bits of tech. This tool is going to actually give him hard evidence of exactly what he's protected from and how well and how effective the tech and people and processes are at every step of the way. I think it's about time that because we've got so far through this conversation, about time we actually mentioned the, the, the tool we're talking about. We're referring to Veridin, the market leader in SIP technology, so the security instrumentation platform. They've been around for a, a good few years and uh, they have a, a good customer base. So it's a very proven technology. But yeah, I'm pretty excited actually to have it in our portfolio now. In my opinion, it's game changing. Obviously, FireEye was all, always a security company and we always will be. But it's nice now having something in place that we can show to prove how good not only our tooling is, but also what the customer has on their network as well. The tool uh, does dovetail quite neatly into the FireEye Mandiant Consulting offerings that uh, we have, uh, as well as the you know, FireEye products, including uh, Helix and email network and endpoint. It sounds like it's fairly complicated product in order to be able to do this, what would you suggest if, if somebody wanted to talk to FireEye about uh, Veridin and um, its capabilities around security effectiveness, what, what would you suggest somebody did? How would you engage? So I think really this tool is aimed at some of the more mature customers. So a lot of customers are obviously proactively trying to work their way across the maturity curve and trying to increase security and maturity. And it's a difficult thing to do. 
But if we are engaged with customers, whether it's, you know, they've just done an IR with Mandiant or we're engaged with other parts of our business and they're looking to invest in some new tooling or some new services to help them improve their security maturity, I think that's probably a good conversation starter for Veritin at the same time, because this tool can be used to basically prove the effectiveness of, of what's being delivered. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much, Adrian. That's been very informative. And, you know, I hope we can uh, chat about other topics in the future. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Gareth. Thanks for listening to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth. If you'd like to hear more, please click and subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Arrow Global or learn more about us at our various websites, including www.arrow.com. Thanks for listening.